Hey everybody, thanks for joining us on the Wide Blue Line. I am Brian. And I'm Tom. And we're just two ordinary citizens who are tired of listening to the polarized narratives being offered about policing in America. So we decided it was time to get the real story of what it's like to serve and protect. We see the news stories. We hear the sound bites. But few of us know what it's really like to serve behind the badge. Welcome to the Wide Blue Line a podcast where we tell the real-life stories of the men and women of the Central Point Police Department as they strive to serve and protect their community and remain open, transparent, and inclusive in an ever-changing world. Because it becomes so unique and, and so uh, uh, you know, representative of each different agency, um, inevitably it became collectibles. You know, if I work really close with a department across the country on some big case, it's really cool to trade something like that, whether it be the patch or a coin, to kind of show that like camaraderie, that communication right. that took place. My favorite coins, though, come from some form of accomplishment. Well, is um, a few of us that were directly involved with the Alameda Fires made special coins for the Alameda Fires. Oh, so, wow. It is good to be back here again, um, recording another one. And I'm really excited about today's episode. This is a um, a side of the policing community that that I had no idea about. Tom, what about you? No, I didn't know anything about this until we started meeting with Detective Abbott and with the chief. And actually, it's really exciting. I think it's it's uh, it's really cool. I, you know, you have ideas of, of what it's like to be a police officer growing up from movies, from television <laughs> shows, and right. and you think everything looks like you know chips or something or Hill Street Blues or right. And, and what you don't think about is what is the daily grind of this job and what are some of the the cultures within policing. And so when we were coming up with ideas and kicking ideas with, with Detective Abbott and, and the chief, this, this one popped up. So what are we talking about today? Uh, today, well, we're calling this one the power of the patch. And we want to talk about the culture that exists in between departments. Actually, it's around the world, um, sort of patch collecting and coin collecting and the importance of the patch to the departments and uh, why collecting is even something that happens. And I think it's exciting to find this sort of human side to the police department. Yeah. And we've been spending so much time so far talking about how community policing is something that you guys work on here or in Bangladesh right. to train them. Um, but it's interesting to learn about the community of the police department as well. Yeah. So, um, Detective Abbott, if you want to go ahead and let us know what the badge of Central Point Police Department is to you. What the patch. What the patch, rather. Yes, thank sure. you for the correction. What the patch of the Central Point Police Department is to you, why it is a collectible, and then talk about the culture of collecting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, I could, I'll talk about the badge a little bit as well because it's kind of uh, part of the whole package. So, sure. yeah, we'll talk about a little bit of both. Um, the patches in particular, though, um, you know, if you listen to that Bangladesh episode, you actually hear uh, where Officer Munoz talks about uh, giving out the bat or the patch yeah, at yeah, customs and right. kind of earn some friends and, and kudos that way. Um, he also brought back a lot of patches from Bangladesh from their police department there. So it is gave global. Them out to us. Oh yeah, it's global. That's probably yeah. a collector's mm-hmm. item. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've got I've got it up. Uh, I redid my office recently, but I had it displayed up on uh, one of my boards in my office, and uh, along with a few others. Um, and really, the patch is pretty simple. Um, and I mean. It really is supposed to represent that department. It's just a, it's a way of quickly recognizing who you're dealing with from the department. So, you know, if you're from 
somewhere outside the area and you come into Central Point, you're going to see that Central Point is a way to identify an officer f- for the department. So is Ours it kind is, of your jurisdiction? Is that what's yeah, reflected it, or is it? Every agency typically has their own. I, I mean, the only agency I'm aware of in the United States that doesn't have a patch is LAPD because it's LAPD. Really? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Wow, that's interesting. really interesting. Right. Yeah, I, I'm sure there's others, but that's the only one I'm aware of. Um, but yeah, it, it's basically branding. Um you know, it's a similar the way you'll see different designs on police cars. It, it that's really all it is, um, but everybody's proud of theirs. Right. Um, it, it, it comes with a point of pride, and so um, because they've become so unique and and so um, uh, you know representative of each different agency, um, inevitably it became collectibles. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anywhere you go, there's, go- there's bound to be somebody that collects them. And it's not just police officers. You know, we get a lot of uh, um, citizens that want to collect them as well. And one of the coolest, like recently on Facebook, there's a kid with cancer, Officer Daniels on Facebook posted this thing. So it got spread around where um, this kid with terminal cancer, you know, one of the things he wants to collect right now is police patches. And so you have police agencies from all over the country, oh, wow. if not world, sending them to this kid wow. to brighten up their day, you know, and, and including us, we're sending him um, some as well. But you know, and that, that's not the first time we've done that quite a bit, you know. So, right. so it's not right. something that people outside of the department are forbidden from having, right? Yeah, you can't. I mean, you're forbidden just like you would be from presenting yourself as a police officer, no matter what, right? Um, so, yep, yeah, you're. We'll, we'll, we'll usually give like the smaller patches out rather than the large ones that we actually that, put on our on uniforms. uniforms. Yeah. Correct. Got it. Um, is there a standard like where they go on uniforms? Is it is it department by department or how does that work? I wouldn't say necessarily standard. I, I think it's more just traditional. Okay. Um, typically, they're going to go on your sleeves, upper arm, part of the sleeves. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, now, you might have special uniforms or outer vests that officers put them in different spots. And I'm sure you're, you can point to, you know other agencies throughout the country or world that might have a variation of that and put in a different spot. But typically you're going to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Now about the central point patch that Mm -hmm. I'm looking at here. Yeah. You said it's a kind of a branding thing that the department does. Right. Do you know who designed this or, or how long this patch has been in play for your department? Yeah, this one, um, I, I'm not exactly sure how many years. Um, it was before I got here, and I've been here 11 plus years now. Uh, it was shortly before I got here. So I would say probably less than 15 years. Okay. But certainly more than 11. Um, and it was a redesign. And, and I don't know the exact particulars um, why this one was designed the way it is. I do know that at the time... Um, I believe the city manager wanted there to be more cohesion between the different divisions of the, the oh, city. Okay. So not just the police department, but parks. And um, so they came up with some new logos for the city of Central Point. And um, our motto became the, the fair city. Um, you know, I think there was a lot of wordplay in that. Right. Also because we have the fair here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, right, yeah. That's, that's smart, actually. And so the uh, the logo is this little, you know, hill-like shape with three flags. And... Um, you know, I can only assume some of that. I know for me, like looking at those flags, they look like arrows pointing forward. I, in my heart, I feel like that's a great logo for our department and I love what that. we do. Yeah, I don't know if that was purposeful, but that, I'm going to interpret. That's what that it means way. to yeah. you. <laughs> right. um, but uh, yeah, so the, it, the, the, this logo you're going to see throughout the whole city, and even when you come into Central Point, mm-hmm. you'll see that there's signage display. out on the streets. Right. I've seen it. Right. And I think that was just to to bring more cohesion and camaraderie between the different divisions of the city. Um, and, uh, you know, why they chose the colors that they did, uh, you know, obviously blue is, is pretty, speaks for itself when right. it comes to police. Right. Yeah. And I think the yellow is just because, you know, if you probably had an artist who kind of knew a little bit about 
color, color wheel and color theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think it looks sharp. I really like it. I like it's simplistic. I do too. The colors are bold and stand out. Um, but you'll see different police departments will have like maybe their um, their flag of their their community that they're in, or or maybe that something that represents it, like Mount Shasta Police Department, um, for example. I think has Mount Shasta sewed into the badge, oh, cool. and you know, so there's different kind of uh, um, icons and stuff that stand out in a community that means something to the whole community um, that you'll see a lot of times in those badges represented. Do you find that? Uh, internationally as well. So if there's like a, an amazing building in a foreign country, does mm -hmm. their police department oftentimes have that built yeah. into the patch? I, I think so. I mean, I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but oh, I, okay. I'm sure I've seen that before. And, and then some departments, I, I would even say ours, go the more minimalist right. route. Um, you know, it just becomes kind of a design thing. Some some will stick with the same patch forever and, and definitely hold true to tradition. Right. Um, ours has changed a number of times and I, I hope this one doesn't change anytime soon because I really like it. I think it, it looks yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> I might be biased. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I think what's interesting is is so far in our episodes before this, we've talked a lot about the importance of community. Sure. And I think that patch itself embodies that thought because yeah. it, throughout this town, if you see those three flags, you mm -hmm. think of the community right. at Central Point. So right. I think that's, uh, I don't know if that was intentional, but I think it's yeah. serving that purpose. No, it certainly was. Um, you know, during that time, there was a lot of that kind of idea of branding. Um, for example, I don't know if you guys noticed, our police cars, the lights are all blue. We don't have red light. I don't think I have ever yeah, noticed Yeah, so that. if you get pulled over by a police car. That's why I've never noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got <it> good. <laughs> um, it's going to be all blue. And that was a very deliberate decision because the chief at the time felt as though you know, he wanted to make sure that people, when they had issues or something, there was there was different indicators that showed that they were actually dealing with the Central Point wow. officer rather than maybe one of our other local agencies. Not in a good or bad way, but just so he would know and this you is, would know right. this is who you're dealing with. Yeah. So there, there was a lot of, um, you know, at, at the time our police cars changed the, the black and white style that we have now, which again, I think looks really sharp. Mm -hmm. The lettering our police car has table rock or, or some mm -hmm. other right. um you know, significant a, a local icon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, worked into it. So those were all very deliberate decisions and it, it really branded us. And, uh, and, and that kind of goes, you know, uh, along with the, the theory of the patch is our branding anyway. And, you know, kind of gives it a little bit and more hopefully a uh, source of pride, right? right? Yeah. Absolutely. 100% of source of pride, or at least that's what you hope for. And, right. and I feel like we've got that and other police departments definitely do. Um, and that's why you see a lot of trading and, you know, if you work closely with a department, you know, especially, you know, if, if I work really closely with a department across the country on some big case, it's really cool to trade something like that, whether it be the patch or a coin to kind of show that like camaraderie, that communication right. that took place that really helped, you know, maybe solve a crime mm -hmm. or just whatever, helping the, both communities in some capacity. So I have two questions. And the first one is how long um, after you became a police officer, did you become aware of this culture of collecting patches? Um, you know, that's a really good question. I, I, I don't think that I knew about it prior to that. Um, yeah, I feel like I did in my head, but I've been doing right. this for a while now. So. <laughs> it's hard to remember <laughs> yeah. those pre-days, right? Yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I'm an old timer now. Um, no, I, I think it was, it was probably shortly after. It was probably during the academy, actually, because there is a mm. lot of pride – um, you know, when you go to the academy, the agency that hired you is the best agency, no matter what. Okay. So, yeah, so yeah. you get used to those, those brandings, your, your, your badge, your, um, your patch, the coin, um, and we talked about that a little bit in a little bit, but the coin I was, uh, not aware of until much later, but the, the badge or the patch and the badge I was aware of almost immediately after, um, 
getting initiated right. into that culture. Yeah. Well, that leads me to the second question, which is what is the coin and what significance does it play in collecting and trading? Right. So for me, the coin is cooler. I, I love the coin. Okay. Yeah. Do you care if I see it? No, go for it. This is, this is our particular coin. It's got our badge on one side, our patch on the other. And you know, you got the, the gold. It, it actually the, is pretty. Yeah. It's really yeah. beautiful. Pretty beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Are they all like beautiful looking collector style coins? Yeah. I mean, I, again, I'm going to say ours is cooler than most. But, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, our, our captain is now Captain Scott Logue. When he was a lieutenant, he designed those coins. He worked with a company, and, and that was the design they came up with. And it, it's a really nice one. I can see um, that, yeah. But these coins, again, the, these aren't just uh, for police work, though. Challenge coins started actually in the military. They've got kind of an interesting I was going to ask you, yeah. is it similar to the, the military mm -hmm. challenge coins? Yeah, okay. that's where it comes from. Great. Yeah, okay. and I think... No one knows for sure. I mean, there, there's things that date it all the way back into like Roman times when coins became a thing where they would get specially minted coins after a, maybe a, a significant battle right. or something. And then instead of spending those coins, soldiers would hold on to them. So there's there's a theory that it's evolved from that. Uh, more recently, World War I, um, uh, uh, pilots would have certain medals or coins that were given to them for an accomplishment. And there was a story of, you'd have to look it up, but um, a pilot who was downed, the French army thought he was an American pilot, I believe. French army thought he was a spy until they found the coin on him that he had in a little coin purse that the Germans never took from him um, when he was down and captured by Germans. And then, oh, wow. And then kind of rescued by the French, but really captured again. Right. And then when they found the coin, they believed him that he was not a spy for the Germans. Um, and then uh, soldiers would hold on to certain like coins from other countries as kind of mementos. Um, and so it kind of started from there. And then in World War II, they were given out by you know, generals or commanders. And that's really where the challenge coin, I think, was okay. really set in. Right. And um, they were, yeah, you would be handed to it. And then there, there was a drinking game that went along with right. it. Yeah, which I don't know if you've heard of. But I have not. I think actually. I've seen yeah. it in a movie. Yeah, yeah so about there's that. different yeah. variations of it. But the idea would be if you, um, if you were with your platoon or your group of whatever group you might be a part of, whoever had those, you had, you had your group coin, somebody would challenge and say, okay, I've got my coin. Whoever doesn't have theirs has to buy a round of drinks. Okay. Uh, and if everybody in that group produced their coins, not nobody was missing it, then the guy who made the challenge would have to buy a round of drinks. Okay. Yeah. So right. it became kind of a fun <laughs> thing. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So that that's eventually trickled its way into law enforcement. And now, I mean, you see it everywhere, even in the corporate world. Um, and it's become a very big collector's thing to do as well. Really? And that's, I, that's my, that's my, uh, gig. I, I love the, the challenge coins more than the patches personally. <laughs> so that's what you seek out to collect. Personally. I do. Yeah. How uh, big is your collection of coins? Then? It's getting large. I, I wish I would have brought it actually. Um, it, it's, uh, I think the chief has still got me beat, but I'm right. catching up. <laughs> nice. But every time I go out of town for a training, I, I will take some of our coins um, if I'm allowed and uh, try to trade those with other agencies to get their coins, um, which is fun to do. My favorite coins, though, come from some form of accomplishment. Okay. Um, I was going to ask you Yeah. That. Okay. So one of the, the coins that I was very proud of is uh, we went to SWAT school, the Oregon Tactical Officers Association. It's a, it's a week-long course where you just – it's in Camp Pendleton, and oh. you, just, you just get beat up. I mean, the whole week, is, <laughs> it's hard work. Um, and you learn SWAT tactics and you know, so it's basic, but you, it's that start of, of SWAT. And although we don't have a SWAT team here, um, some of us went through that school sure. at the end of it. Once you accomplish it, one of the things you're given is one of their challenge oh, wow. coins. So that one's like, it's got personal meaning, right? right. Yeah. It's yeah. significant. There's another where, uh, there's a female officer out in St. Louis, um, and, uh, she, 
um, got ALS and she's been dealing with that. And so it's a fundraiser for um, research. She designed her own challenge coin and it has, it has like girl power on it. And it's that's awesome. Awesome coin. It's super thick, big coin. It's just awesome. So, yeah, I bought a few of those and kept one for myself and I gave my, I gave one to the chief and gave them oh, to really some other cool. people, other officers with like Medford and stuff that, that I knew collected coins. And uh, that one has a lot of meaning because I just think her cause is so great. You know, it's just awesome. And then my favorite coin. Uh-oh, let's hear it. My favorite let's coin, only because I'm a Disney nerd. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm interested this now. This is a story. Um, so, you know, stop me if it goes on too long. But. <laughs> no, we <laughs> want to hear it. Okay. We want to hear it, yeah. A few of us have gone to um, the Association of Threat Assessment Professionals, ATAP. Um, they have their annual, annual conference. Um, they have their summer conferences in Anaheim at the Disneyland Hotel. And Disney, Disney hosts it. And so you get super like great rates on rooms and stuff. Um, so those of us involved in threat assessment here at the PD will try to attend that if we can. Um, of course, COVID has ruined that the last few right. years. Yeah. <laughs> it's on pause. A, it's on yeah, pause. Yeah. They have a winter one in, uh, in uh, Florida, but you know, I'm a traditionalist. I like Disneyland more than Disney world. So, <laughs> he <laughs> so, is a Disney nerd. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can appreciate that from right. Southern California. There you I mean, go. I love Disney world, but Disneyland is the original. Disneyland's so. where my heart is. Yeah. yeah. I, I would live I in there if they let me. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to do jungle cruise. That, that's there you go. my retirement gig. Yeah. yeah the, the or the, uh, well, the, the tree house. Whose tree house was that? The, the one next to Yeah. Jungle they're cruise? actually last time I was there. Um, I mean, was, Sorry, we're getting into geek, <laughs> yeah. Disney geekdom here. Last time I was there in October, I think that was closed down. No. So they're redoing it. I don't know what's okay. what. Yeah, yeah. It'll but, be something. Right. It'll be something cool, I'm sure. Sorry, back to the important thing. Yeah. <laughs> so a few of us, uh, myself, the chief, a um, couple of our SROs at the time, and uh, one of our captains went to ATAP for threat assessment conference. And we can probably talk about that in another episode. That'd yeah, be a good I think one that would be great. If we ever yeah. talk with our SROs, because um, they deal with threat assessment a lot. But anyway, we go to this training. It's in Anaheim, a Disneyland hotel. And we know that Disneyland or Disney security forces or team, whatever they call themselves, has challenge coins. They have their own special oh, challenge coins. is it coins. pretty coveted? It's pretty coveted. Okay. Yeah. So that was our goal. Me and the chief especially. You're we're going to get really one. Now. We're getting one yeah. on this trip. <laughs> right. We're getting one. And uh, it went, it's a five-day conference. And I think maybe... Maybe by the fourth day, we still hadn't got one. Well, Robbie Monenbach, one of our SROs, um, was going up to his room. Yeah, I'm at the Disneyland Hotel, and he's in the in the elevator with a guy who yeah, has like something about him. I don't remember if it was like a shirt or what, but something about him cued Robbie in. Maybe he should be a detective. Cued him <laughs> right. in that he's part of Disney security. Okay. And so he, was yeah. it the mouse ears? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, the mouse with the badge ears of security. With the, with the, <laughs> they got their own patch and badge. <laughs> a um, squirt gun. Right. <laughs> so um, Robbie asked him, by any chance, man, do you happen to have any Disney you know, challenge coins? And the guy's like, I'll tell you what, meet me back here in a few minutes. Oh. So he comes back and don't tell anybody you got these from me and gave them a uh, few of them. So really? Robbie was able to disperse them out to us. And so me and the chief and some of the other guys that collect them, we, we've got... You got that collector's yeah, item. So that one's sitting there like front and center in my collection at the house. Very nice. <laughs> That's very cool. Very nice. Why Why would they hold it as so precious? It, I mean, yeah. clearly they're not going to use them all themselves, right? I think they just get asked a lot. Oh, uh, they probably get <laughs> yeah. asked a lot. Okay. I guarantee you at every one of those conferences. If they said people, yes all the time, they right, would right, not have them. Right, got it. Right, yeah. Well, I kind of have a question along those lines because, I mean, the, I wish that our listeners could see it. It is beautiful and it, it looks like it would have some value, but mm -hmm. it, it's it's not actual currency, right, right that we right. could use. Um, I was, Tom and I were talking earlier. I was like, it's it's 
a currency of community is what I would mm-hmm. call for it. For sure. You know, and, and, and so how does that work? Like if you have some that you want to give to someone, maybe you've, you've collaborated with another department. Right. Um, is there just like a limited supply that you, you have to request? Can I have a few coins? Do you have to invest your own money in that? Or, or does the department issue that? Like how, how does that work? Like how do you decide right. who, who, um, who, can I share this with and how many can I share? Yeah. Um, you know, like they don't have a uh, currency value of course, but they do cost a currency mm-hmm. value. Right. So, of course. Yeah, we, right. we have limited numbers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll order more occasionally here and there as we okay. need them. Um, each officer is given one, right. You know, I, I, I don't know exactly when, but probably when they get back from the Academy, we, we started doing it, um, at this department after I had already been here for a few years. So I'm not sure what the current right. way we give those out is, but I assume it's once they get back. So each officer gets one, um, you know, personally. And then, um, as far as, you know, giving those out, if I go to a training, I'll ask, you know, one of the captains or, um, lieutenants that has a stash of them, like, Hey, can I have X amount gotcha. to bring? And, and as long as we have those available, we will, um, and then as far as public, like we don't, we don't just hand them out. We have given them to some public community, you know, community members. Um, but it's usually been for very special I would imagine, reasons. Right. I, I, and I can't say exactly what those are going to be because there's no way to really of quantify course. that. Yeah. There's, it's going to be when somebody really does something for the right. community, that's very impressive or helpful or stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't want to cheapen the value. We of don't want to just handing it out yeah. to everyone. Right. right? Absolutely. Yeah. And that, it's almost a good problem to have in that they are limited. Right. Right. I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it keeps them as important. And yeah. it gives them a greater depth of meaning. Sure. Right? right. Another cool one that I didn't talk about before, but kind of highlights what you're talking about is um, a few of us that were directly involved with the Alameda fires, mm. um, both um, Jackson County Sheriff's Office and um, uh, our own city um, I believe is our city manager made special coins for the Alameda fire. Oh, so wow. not everybody got that. I can see why yeah. that would have meaning. Right. And that, that's yeah. another one's very important to me. I also, we also received pins. Those of us that responded on that first day that went into like talent and Phoenix and, and evacuated people and helped out. Um, we're given some of these special mementos. So th- that's another example of like keeping them limited, keeping them special, not just passing them out to anybody. Well, I think I think if you do just pass them out to everybody, then right. they aren't right. special. And I think that's what's fascinating about this is how this community is built and mm-hmm. and the relationships that are behind. I mean, it's a coin, but that coin represents relationship. It represents right. investment, sweat, tears, blood, you know, these mm-hmm. kind of things. It's almost like you you hear when you hear stories like war stories of soldiers, um, and I imagine it's the same in this line of work, there's somewhat of a trauma bond because you've been through the same things. Sure. And so I imagine that mm-hmm. carries a lot of weight and yeah. I, I can see why it would be very special. Right. right. Yeah. Do you have to carry your coin? Let me rephrase that. Do you choose <laughs> to carry your coin with you? Well, I can't tell you that because if I say no, uh, somebody might challenge That's you. a good point. He may be buying <laughs> drinks there. Right. Right. I set him up. That's right. <laughs> so, um, no, I like to keep my coins um, accessible. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Right. I also have my collection that I display at my house and, and right. um, I, I keep them up there because so, people will ask questions like, Hey, what, what are these? Or, or family members or friends that know what they are already. If they see a new one, they'll ask questions about it. And it, it, it's cool. It's a conversation starter, if nothing else. I think it's more than yeah. cool. I think, yeah. I think there's the depth of this. I think those of us who don't do your job, I think, it, uh, I think they're beautiful. Yeah, those are cool. I collect patches when I go to vacation spots. Right, you know? mm-hmm. right. But that's different. This is this carries a, a different weight and importance, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, and I think it's pretty fascinating. 
It, in, a, in a weird way, it reminds me of, I don't know if you ever did this, Brian, but when I was younger, um, like the, the alt kids, the crazy punker kids, those are my favorite kids. Sure. They always had patches, their favorite bands oh, all yeah. over their jackets. One of my best friends still has his punk jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you wear those patches with pride. Right. Because either you got away with going to the concert without your parents finding out, or it was just a band that you really loved. Sure. And, um, maybe you had some kind of a connection you with them. You identified with You identified with them. Right. And so... The fact that there's a, a patch collecting community within the police department is, in a beautiful way, kind of punk rock. And it, yeah. I love that. Right. Uh, but also, the coins, they're so interesting to me. Even the way you answered the question of whether or not you're going to carry your coin around with you. <laughs> right. It's like you're challenging everybody else to ask you. Yeah. And yeah. um, I love that. I'm it's, probably going to get asked like you know, 80 times after this episode <laughs> airs. But. Well, then be ready. We'll, buy, right, you, right, we'll right. buy you a drink. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, I just think it's fascinating and, and fun. It, it brings an element of fun. To yeah. a, I would assume this is a very hard job. Yeah, it can be. It, it's definitely a way, especially when you do travel and go to a training where you're meeting new officers from all over sometimes the world, um, it is a way to kind of bond immediately, you know, and talk and, and, and break that ice. And it does, it's kind of a relaxing, oh, I didn't even think of it that know, way. Camaraderie kind of activity. Um, you know, right before COVID hit, I went to the, um, Oregon executive development institutes annual, um, training. That's an acronym. And, yeah. I, know, I try <laughs> to remember all the alphabet soup. Um, but you went to this training and, and after hours, you know, the, one of the biggest things to do is like the first day or two is who's got coins. Who's really? Got coins, who's got yeah. patches? I love that. Are you a patch guy or coin guy? Oh, both, you know, whatever. Um, and so it's, yeah, it was, it's really cool. And it's a great way of, of bonding, uh, especially after a activity or training. You mentioned the Alameda fire coin that was yeah. created specifically for that time and that event and people that worked in it. I would imagine there are certain coins that you don't ever plan on trading because they're just too important yeah. to you personally. Is yeah. that true? Oh, absolutely. I, well, the only, the only coin I'll trade is my own coin. So I'll, I'll okay. get extras. Yeah. Got it. Um, I'll have, of course, we'll keep a coin for myself. I, um, but as far as like, yeah, trading, I won't trade any of those unique coins that I get unless I ha somehow had an extra of it. But, um, yeah, the, the Almeida ones was, um, again, there's sweat coins. equity behind that. Yeah. Sure, I, yeah. I would be bummed if something never happened to us. <laughs> right. I don't take them anywhere either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are, those are um, safeguarded. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so definitely they, they all have some kind of meeting cause I could go onto eBay and buy coins. I could go buy a Disney coin. Really? Uh, Is it the same thing? Coin. Probably not. Oh. Yeah, but uh, there's somebody. But that's someone's got to make it money out there. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but I don't want that. You know, like soccer those... jerseys that are made overseas. They look the same, but they're not. Right. Yeah. 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 Oakleys or something. Right. right. Yeah. The jokeleys. <laughs> yeah. The jokeleys. <laughs> I want them to have some kind of meaning. I want sure. there to be a story behind it. Um, even if it is just a simple, like I met somebody from Washington County Sheriff's Office and him and I traded coins. I, I, there's still some kind of a story that's you know, has some kind of mean, we were at this training together and that's how we met or, or what have you. Yeah. Um, and that, that's the kind of thing that, you know, I'd want, I don't want to cheapen it by buying it off Just Amazon or it. eBay. <laughs> and I hate to keep bringing up this same word, but again, the coin and the patch itself provides the opportunity to build community. Yeah. It, like you were saying, it's an icebreaker. It's a relationship right. thing. And, and, and I imagine, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it also gives you a chance to, to brag about your department. Oh yeah, right. Absolutely. Like, like you can talk about this and what. Right. Why does it look this way? This is who we are. I yeah. would imagine that gives you that leeway to do that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And you know, it's it's nice when I give a coin to somebody that's from our department. Like, oh, you guys have an awesome coin. Like, right. Exactly. Good. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's we right. sure do. <laughs> Here's a curveball question: yeah. Have you ever 
rejected a coin or patch that was offered to you because of a disagreement or a, I but don't does know. that happen in general? Does that ever happen where a department yeah. would say, no, no, thanks. I've never had that happen. Okay. No, and I, I've never seen it happen or even heard of it. Um, there might be a, a scenario, but yeah, hopefully I'll, I hope to never be presented <laughs> with one. <why. laughs> but like theoretically, that's a beautiful thing Yeah, because I'm sure because you're all humans mm -hmm. working in different departments across the United States, you disagree with some people about something, Sure, but those disagreements don't get in the way of the camaraderie and the brotherhood that exists from department to department. Right. So you're never prone to go, oh, you work over there. You must be politically aligned with whomever. I don't want your badge yeah. or, or rather your patch. I don't want your coin. That stuff doesn't matter yeah. because you're all part of the PD. Right. And that same sort of mentality is global, is right? Like when you go to oh, yeah. other police departments around the world. I, I think that's even, yeah, that's even a neater thing is getting a, a coin or a patch from somewhere from another country. I mean, yeah, because that's, I mean, that, that's really unique. And that typically is going to be followed by some conversation that's just amazing. You know, if I, if I could talk to somebody from Australia about what, the way they do things there or, or Bangladesh or mm -hmm. whatever, I mean, what a great opportunity to learn from somebody else and, and to also share your own experiences that you don't get an opportunity to do very often. So that's really neat. Um, you know, I didn't get to go to Bangladesh, um, but the fact that um, Brian brought back patches from Bangladesh is I have a connection now. Absolutely. That. Oh, that's very yeah. cool. Yeah. So it's neat. He yeah. neglected to tell us that. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I, I just, I think the reason, I mean, this story is important. The, not story, but this topic is important. Um, is for one, it's just fascinating. It's mm -hmm. really cool. I think it's. I, I'm a. I'm a geek. I like to collect things. I think that's really like exciting. Yeah. But I just love the idea that like there's something behind it. Mm -hmm. This isn't something that I purchased on eBay. This right. isn't something that I won, you know, at the Family Fun Center. But there's something behind this. Yeah. And, and I think we don't have enough of that in our community anymore because goods are so easy to come by sure mm. and, and they're and they're there's you know they're they're out there and that a lot of things have lost value yeah i guess what you're be, saying because yeah. because they're so accessible they're, they're so mm -hmm. accessible and mass produced and we and, and i think there's a culture and a generation that doesn't understand the the value of scarcity right you know and, and so and and this this idea of we don't make a lot of these because these these have meaning. Sure. And I think that's that's missing in our culture. Mm -hmm. and I think it's really important. Yeah. Does that make sense at all? Yeah, it makes a lot of Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like you said, almost anything is accessible now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, <laughs> eBay alone. You can right. Oh, yeah. Anything on. yeah. Sure. You can have it shipped um, in two days. Right, right. right. Yeah. And so. um, so, well, yeah. what about the difference between the patch, the coin, and now the badge? Yeah. Is this a representation of your badge? This is this is the, the patch version of our badge. Actually, I can... Is it the, is it the same? Do you care if we look at it? No, go for it. Okay. And of okay, course, yeah, this is my so I see. actual okay. badge. Um, the badge, as cool as the coins and the patches are, um, and they're, they're fun, the badge is something that will never get traded. That, Absolutely. That, this is... This is like a part of an officer right here. This this is uh, as important to them as their firearm, if not mm -hmm. more so, because um, the badge has all kinds of meaning behind it. Um, and we could do a whole episode. It's on very that. unique yeah. only to you. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, mine has my DPSST number, which was given to me um, the day I was hired, essentially through once I was registered with the state. And that um, makes you an official licensed police officer. Right. Yeah. Okay. This number will follow me through the rest of my career. Okay. Um, you know, this badge in particular is my detective badge. I also have my, before becoming a detective, I have my patrol officer badge as well. Um, these badges will usually be gifted to officers once they retire. 
Um, there is a lot of, uh, you know, mystique and stuff that goes along with this badge. It's very special. There's a lot of pride. Mm-hmm. You know, this is something that, you know, it, once I finish my career and they're gifted to me, these are things I leave my kids and, and right. hopefully they, they would carry right. on. Right. Yeah. This is not something you trade. It's, it's a not legacy. Something you give out. Really. Yeah. yeah, it is. It, it's definitely a legacy. Um, you know, it shows an accomplishment and, uh, you know, dedication, a sacrifice. Um, you know, these things, these things will mean as much to my family in the future as they do to me now, if not more so, you know, when I'm, That's- when I'm long gone, my kids are going to love these. They're going to want those. You That's know, pretty so, powerful. Yeah. yeah, it's it's very powerful. Right. So those are very special. Um, you know, they're they're definitely again not something we give out. That's yours. Yeah, that's mine. That's my badge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what's the <laughs> what's the significance of the patch version of the PD badge? Not a lot. Um, sometimes we have uniforms or special gear that we need to wear that you can't display your badge for oh. for a variety of reasons. Oh, okay. Um, so you might put that in its place of of where it would go. Um, as far as the patch version, I mean, this is just another way of representing and branding the PD. Obviously, it doesn't have anybody's special number on the bottom. It's just estimated, uh, what is it, 1889 city uh-huh. was founded. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, it's just kind of a placeholder. You might wear like a tactical vest and you don't want to be carrying your that makes actual sense. badge. Yeah. yeah it's, there's a lot of reasons you might not want a shiny badge. <laughs> sure. Clinking Fair. Around. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> so, it would, be, it would be in place of something like that. Yeah. So, are those patch versions of the badge allowed to be collectibles like the other patches and coins are um or, or are these yeah. like a no-no no they are they're they're fine uh typically people don't want that as much as they want the actual patch gotcha. oh, okay. a right. little bit more of a logo that's kind of more for for your yeah. department type. and a lot of the badges are gonna have a very similar look i mean uh, you know the case with the, the the kid i was talking about with with cancer that collects I'll, I'll send him one of these too mm-hmm. sure but i think you'll probably like this one more i think so <laughs> yeah. it's personalized it's, yeah it's got personality yeah. right yeah and then all you know if you've seen our stickers that we give out the kids they're all shaped based off of our badge okay um, yeah yeah they're gold too right yeah they? Yeah. yeah oh yeah they're nice and shiny yeah exactly uh, one of my favorite things of the job is passing those stickers out at like parades and stuff if you saw me at the christmas parade about 90 percent of the time i'm hunched over handing out stickers <laughs> <laughs> i love it that, that's that, awesome they, they still think we're cool so <laughs> i mean yeah. in a funny way kids are doing at a young age what you adults are doing in the police department with patches, but with, with stickers. Sure. Like I was saying with the punk rock badges for, or patches from before. Yeah. We definitely collect stickers. I mean, we still do it now. Mm-hmm. Our water bottles. Where oh, we yeah. work oh, at yeah. the schools, the, the water bottles are cover, covered with stickers. Right, so right. The idea of collecting things because somebody gave them to you and then you have a story wrapped up in that mm-hmm. is it's special universal. and exciting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So as a takeaway from this whole reality within police departments at large, I'm noticing that the more we get to know you and the more that you tell us stories and share with us, there's a whole human side to the police department that is never portrayed on news media or anything else. Right. And we don't even have to go as to why that is. But as we start doing more of these podcasts, it would be really exciting to start exposing more of that human humanity. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because the community that we have here definitely wants to know. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure people elsewhere do as well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there any closing stories you want to share with us as we wrap this up? Because I'm sure you uh, can tell us 
a hundred stories right, about those, right. but, but I just think it's pretty fascinating. You know, I, I wish I would have brought my my collection out um, just because I'm sure there's some coins. I almost yeah. forgot about the Alameda coins, right. for example. Yeah, we're going to hold that super, against you. Yeah, for, those yeah, are yeah. super important to me. I love those. Um, you know, it was, it was cool, I, especially when people, as they pick up on the fact that coins are significant to mm-hmm. the police department. Our city manager, as a gift, one time made the whole city a city challenge coin that's separate oh, wow. from the police okay. for everybody and put them all our uh, – our cubbies, our mailbox cubbies and stuff. And so one day I come in, there's a new challenge coin, which of course to me is like, that made my day. <laughs> right. <laughs> a new exactly. challenge coin. That's cool. And uh, yeah, it, and it was neat because the city manager, he, he picked up on the fact um, that those are meaningful to us and went out of his way to design one for the city that he gave out to people. I love that. Um, yeah. I think it's really neat. Um, you know, I've, I've talked to the chief about doing, uh, you know, being somebody who's a little bit biased as a detective, I kind of wanted to do detective a detective coin? challenge. Coin hey, that I gave out go. to only people that were involved with the, but they'd have to find it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that is a wonderful idea. <laughs> <That is good. laughs> yeah. You don't just get handed. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. So, you know, there's things like that. Um, that just really, yeah. Again, that put a story behind awesome. these collectibles and, and why they're, you know, they're people love them, why yeah. they enjoy it. Yeah. Well, as always, just thanks for your time and yeah, like and, and enlightening us with this. It, yeah. it, this means a. Uh, to me, it means a lot to learn more about what you men and women do, and uh, for sure, and it's just it's pretty pretty amazing to all the intricacies behind the scenes. So. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fun too. Yeah, this it is. is. Fun. Yeah, I, yeah, I've been really enjoying this, and I think the the more we go with it, the more. Uh, laid back and easy going it's going to be and those conversations are going to just keep flowing i think so (laughs) good thanks for your time detective abbott we appreciate it absolutely very much thank you you next time all right sounds good bye